This is Real Estate News with Kathy Fedke. California landlords may face a new excise tax. AB 1199 would impose a tax on landlords to pay for the privilege of renting or leasing property in California. Some people feel it's an end run to the failed Prop 15 in the last election, which would have eliminated Prop 13 protections for commercial property. AB 1199 would also create a public registry of rental property information, including the names of the individual property owners. I'm Kathy Fetke, and this is Real Estate News for Investors. Democratic State Assemblyman Mike Gibson introduced the bill on February 18th. It has two sections. The first is called Reporting Requirements for Qualified Entities. It would establish reporting requirements for anyone who owns a qualified property, meaning anyone who owns a property that's being rented or leased. The information would be reported to the Secretary of State and would include, number one, the identity of the beneficial owner of each qualified property owned by the qualified entity in the previous calendar year. The beneficial owner would be individual or individuals that own a qualified entity, and that would be a limited liability company or a limited partnership. The database would also include the number of units for each qualified property owned by a qualified entity in the previous calendar year that were offered for rent or lease. Information would be made public within a searchable database and would be updated annually. The second section is called Homes for Families and Corporate Monopoly Transparency Excise Tax. This is the section that would impose an excise tax on landlords or what it called qualified taxpayers. The amount of the tax would be a percentage of the gross receipts, but that figure has apparently not been determined. It's only represented by a blank line in the text of legislation. The second section also includes several definitions. It defines qualified taxpayer as a person or entity that owns 10 or more qualified properties in the state during the calendar year. So the legislation appears to apply to landlords with portfolios of that size or larger. Landlords with fewer than that number of properties probably don't need to worry about this. The legislation also excludes nonprofit organizations involved with the development or preservation of affordable housing, land trusts, housing cooperatives, single-family homes, and various municipalities and various municipalities and subdivisions of the state, such as cities, counties, and public agencies. The bill also allows for a tax increase in the event of code violations. It also bans landlords from passing the expense on to tenants. The state treasury would collect this tax and deposit the money into the Homes for Families Fund. That fund would be used for rental assistance programs, legal services for tenants fighting evictions, harassment, and landlord violations, services for the homeless, the preservation and development of affordable housing, counseling services on home ownership, and job training programs. And there's also support for smaller landlords who own less than 10 properties and have lost income from tenants who haven't been paying the rent. The legislation also includes an urgency clause because of the current health crisis, which means it would go into effect immediately if passed. The urgency clause also means it needs two-thirds approval by both chambers of the state legislature. It's expected to be heard in committee on March 21st. That's plenty of time to stir up some opposition, although it's already getting a reaction from the California Globe. The Globe is an independent news website that covers California politics. It published an opinion piece centered on the idea that AB 1199 is a property tax disguised as an excise tax and a way to skirt the failure of Prop 15 from last November. Prop 15 would have created what's known as a split-role property tax structure, which would have changed property tax law for commercial properties. Under Prop 15, 
They would have been assessed according to market value instead of basing it on the purchase price plus 2% increase each year. That's the formula for Prop 13, established many years ago for both residential and commercial property. The Prop 15 measure last November would have only affected commercial properties. The Globe spoke with John Koopel of Howard Jarvis Taxpayers Association, who is not pleased with this new piece of legislation. He says local governments won't like it because it would impose local taxes on local governments for state purposes. And that, he says, would be a violation of the state constitution. He says it will also be very unpopular for all the businesses that are hurting right now because of the pandemic. And as I mentioned, it's expected to get its first committee hearing next month on the 21st. You'll find a link to the text of the legislation, along with the Globe article, on the podcast page for this episode. Thanks for listening. I'm Kathy Fetke, and thanks so much for joining me here on Real Estate News for Investors. You can get access to over 500 free webinars on how to be a great real estate investor at newsforinvestors.com. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are provided for informational purposes only and should not be construed as an offer to buy or sell any securities or to make or consider any investment or course of action. For more information, go to newsforinvestors.com.